Hi, this is Bimi Shavery, and I'm here with your daily dose of energy. I want to welcome each and every one of you here. We are on the new moon in Libra. I'm actually recording this um, a couple days, well, a couple hours before the new moon in Libra actually happens. But I felt a really strong urge to record this episode for you guys because I feel as though there are so many shifts that are happening. There's so many things that are happening and there are so many different dynamics that are occurring all at once. And there are um, many people going through many things at one time. There are people who are going through different type of hardships. There are people who are coming into themselves. There are people who are starting new relationships and trying to balance that. And people who are wanting to start families and people who are choosing to leave jobs and go into new jobs and people who are going into these uh, different arenas of their life and everything is changing. People who are really embarking on new journeys and they are feeling kind of scattered, which is normal. Life is changing. If you have just now started following this podcast, I would highly encourage you to go back and listen to any episode that you feel drawn to. Because when I originally launched this, it I mean, we hadn't even began to talk about the reset of 2020, but mid 2019 Yes, absolutely. We talked a lot about it. And so if you're trying to gain clarity on what's happening globally or what's happening around us spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, how to pull it together. I have over 300 episodes that I've recorded in the last two years that have absolutely transformed a lot of lives, including my own. So I would highly suggest you listen to those, any of them, anyone you feel drawn to. It's not time sensitive, even though I record them during specific times, you know, for all of you who have been listening, you know, this journey has been a journey and it has been uh, deeply penetrating. It has been one that has caused you to answer to yourself, look at yourself, apologize to yourself, forgive yourself and choose yourself over and over and over again. And extend this in your relationships, in your relationships with family, in your relationships with friends, in your relationship with your career, your choices, your you're fighting through different addictions, trying to get through different journeys in life and expanding on new journeys in life. All type of things have been occurring. And so where we are now coming to the end of 2020 This is no different. It is absolutely deeply penetrating. It is absolutely deeply shifting. But we've been here. We we know what this looks like. But because we're on different level and we've transcended to a different space, sometimes we're needing a reminder of the basics, right? And the foundation. So I first want to say to you guys, This particular episode, I want to touch on the significance and the importance of holding space for people, but also understanding what that means. There are a lot of people who are currently and I'm I'm speaking specifically in relationship right now because um, this energy is very much so relationship geared, but it can apply any way in your life, any way it could be your children. It, it specifically when I speak relationships, I'm speaking about partnerships. I'm speaking about your relationships with your children, your nieces, your nephews, people in your immediate circle, your immediate space 
whom depend on a sense of safety to be able to be expressive and share, right? And just exist. This retrograde, all of these retrogrades that are occurring right now and this new moon in Libra, which is a season of Mayat. You guys know I love me some Mayat and I am this week coming up. We will be um, for week two of our cleanse, speaking a, a, a little bit more about Mayat and um, the significance of the principles that will assist you as well on your journey. But anyway, this season is about balance. It's about bringing a sense of equilibrium to the dynamics that we call home. And home is not just your house. Home is where your roots are. Home is where your heart is. Home is where you belong. Home is where you are building. It's your security. It's your family. It's your tribe. And a lot of times people feel like because they solidify a roof over your head or because there are bills that are paid or because there's food on the table or because, you know, you don't have to want for anything or need anything in the material sense that that is a safe place to be. And it is not always the case. Safety has very little to do with the physicality of maternal or material things has more to do with the maternal and paternal instinct and the safety and solitude that you feel in connection to it. So this particular new moon and these retrogrades that are going direct because we have six planets that are retrograde and four of them will be going direct within the next 30 days. So we're going to have a lot within the next couple of days. We're going to have two, but we're going to have a lot of retrogrades happening we have a lot of retrogrades happening now, but we'll have a lot of forward movement happening, happening within the next few weeks as well with all of these planets that have been quietly casing out where they've already been. And there's going to be a lot of intellectual processing. There are going to be a lot of people thinking about what they need to say. They're doing that now. There are people who are trying to process what they need to say, what they need to feel, how they're trying to get it off. And when it comes out, I feel as though there won't be a lot of emotion. There'll be a lot of just clarity, a lot of truth, a lot of airy type of energy that's going to come at you. That's going to be very expressive. That's going to be very honest that's going to be very much so to the point because it's been built up and this is very interesting because for the person who's doing the expressing for these people for for those who have been holding a lot of things in for these people it's going to be like exhilarating but depending on whom, it, whom they are sharing this with, it could be detrimental. It could be devastating. It could really crush a lot of feelings and a lot of the emotions because there is not a lot of emotional uh, death coming with the information. Now, there is there, there are feelings there. 
but they've been holding it in. They've been processing this. They've been trying to express this and process it within themselves. But when they come forward, however, whatever this is that they're expressing, it is going to be full force. It's going to be full of fire, full of matter of fact. And it feels as though it's a lot to do with the past. It has a lot to do with the feelings that they've suppressed. It's been a boiling point almost. But it's taken a lot of strength to get to this point. It's gotten, it's taken a lot of time. It's taken a lot of releasing and individual work and a lot of quiet time to get to this place. And it's taken a lot of self recovery to get to a space where they're able to stabilize their feelings and their emotions and combine them in a space where they can work with them. They can deal with them and they can accept, accept what that looks like. If you are on the other end of this type of conversation, then you're not going to be this particular episode is going to assist you a lot because it's going to help you with understanding why holding space is very important and why it's taken whatever, whomever this is, why it's taken this so long for this to come out, for this person to express this, for this person to feel this, for them to feel safe enough to do this. And it has very little to do with you. It has everything to do with the space and everything to do with the personal evolution has a lot to do with identity, how this person views themselves, how this person views you, how this relationship has grown, how this relationship has been stagnant and what they feel about it. These Amber alerts, I'm sorry. I guess that was a, a sign, right? Um, how this person views the connection in a way, regardless if it's your child, if it's your spouse, if it's your mother, father, whomever, grandmother, grandfather, whomever, sibling, how this person feels about themselves affects how they are able to express whatever it is they're needing to express to you. This could have a lot to do with the beliefs. You could start having a lot of conversations around what you feel when it comes to philosophies and traditions and re religion and how you have felt pigeonholed it or how you felt like you weren't able to truly evolve in and learn more. You were just taught something and expected to believe it and expected to practice it. And you did so for a long time. And now there's a space where you've transformed. You've gone within this rebirth is happening. That's causing you to question. And a big part of the conversation could be just wanting to understand different perspectives. And you could be on the other end where you're not receptive to that. And that's going to, that's going to close the relationship. That's going to cause a big issue in the relationship because the person or this conversation is being had for a reason to bring clarity, to be, bring understanding and to bring you closer in one of your mind. You may feel like we're as close as we need to be in the other person's mind. We're not close at all. 
So there's this unification that is attempted to be had, but based on your response to what is being brought to you could really deter the entire relationship. And because we're in this space right now where we're growing, we're evolving and we are transforming collectively and individually interpersonally in our homes, in our lives, in our relationships, this could be distraught. It breaks the camel's back because it is foundational. And again, remember, it's taken a sense of strength. It's taken a lot of strength to get to this point. So one of the main things that is important that you understand is that when the conversation is had, whenever, however it is had, that you are open to new perspectives. Doesn't mean that you have to take on the ideologies. Doesn't mean you have to take on the beliefs. Doesn't mean you have to accept what it is that's being said to you and take it on as your own. But you must be open to new perspectives because shifts are happening. Changes are happening. And introspection is needed and required for you to surpass the level that you're currently on with the person or the, the people that you're with. If this is with your children, then this is being open to them having an idea of how they want their life to pan out. Being understanding that everyone has their own path and you may not agree with the path, but you have to understand that they are the anchor of their life. And you have to respect that. Doesn't mean you agree. Doesn't mean you take it on as your own, but it does mean that you respect where they are. If it's your spouse, doesn't mean if this person comes to you with something crazy and you're like, listen, you know, that's not going to ever work with me. You don't have to attack their idea. You don't have to attack their truth. You don't have to attack anything that they're saying, but it's important for you to be open to listening to what they need to say. Because again, it's taken a lot of strength for them to get here. Whatever it may be, perhaps it's something of, you know, maybe we need to move or maybe, you know, you spend too much or maybe we should combine our income for a little while until we get another cushion so that we're able to really sustain the lifestyle we're wanting. Maybe it's allowing you to be more flexible in your availability. Maybe it's you work too much and it's caused a very big split in the relationship and it's causing me to not feel as connected to you. Whatever the conversation may be, you have to be open to what is being said because it has taken a lot of strength and work individually for them to get here. One of the most important things for you to do is to remember that whatever conversations come up during this time, it is to unify you. It is to bring clarity. It is to bring support. It is to mend whatever is broken. It is to mend whatever fence could be broken. It is about blending. And that should always be the focus. So you don't have to be on the defense. Remember, this is a team, whether it's your partner, whether it's your children, whether it's your, it's your family, close friends, you're a team. You don't need to go in the defense. You don't know, need to go into the attack mode. This is about bringing it closer, unifying, building and creating a more solid foundation. So you're going to need to open your mind. 
You're going to need to be open. You're going to need to be able to allow the other person to express their, themselves and give them a sense of freedom and not put so many limitations on what you think something should be, how you think something should show up and how you think something should come out. This is about you allowing another person to be self-expressive authentically without feeling like you have to control how they do that. Once you do that, you're going to get an awakening. You're going to get an opening. You're going to get something that's like an aha moment that is going to make you so happy. It's going to bring a sense of luck and clarity that you didn't even expect. But because you weren't so judgmental, because you were so open, because you were so um, allowing of what was being said and, and receptive, it allowed a freedom that sold seeds of growth that you didn't even know were possible. So my advice to you would be to ground yourself. Tame your passion. And your impulse. If you're someone who acts off an of impulse and you just get mad and angry and you storm out and you act crazy or you are real judgmental, then this could be the end of whatever connection this is. This could be this could be you really causing harm in a, in a relationship with your kids, with your spouses, with your partners, with your family could really cause some issues because. It's the straw that's breaking the camel's back. That's unnecessary tension, especially when what's being shared with you is more like a gift. It's a gift. And what is that gift? That's a gift of openness. It's a gift of being able to speak truthfully and freely, being able to exist freely, being able to be open, feeling worthy, feeling that you're in a space of, of receptivity and feeling like you can be divinely connected in a way that offers support that wasn't there before. This could open the door for a lot of forgiveness, a lot of clarity, a lot of peace, a lot of joy, a lot of serenity. Just the ability to just be all that you are freely without feeling like you have to lose a part of yourself completely to do so. So this is to you being a wise one. Growing within the connection and the circumstances as opposed to just looking for an escape route because you're feeling uncomfortable with what's being said or what's being felt. Being able to see beyond the current situations and the current, you know, trepidations. This is about choosing to really be honest, choosing to be receptive to honesty and being able to vocalize what that feels like and what that looks like and what that has brought up for you. What are the intentions of it? What do you need to let go of and move forward beyond? These are things that are coming up. It's a time to sit and reflect. It's a time to connect with your emotions. It's a time to sit with the power that you really hold. A lot of you don't understand how fearful people could be speaking to you because you're so intimidating. Your aura is so overbearing. You're so judgmental. You're critical. You're very, very 
uh, cutthroat when it comes to being able to express. And so there's a lot of hesitancy when it comes to doing so. But this energy is supporting people standing up for themselves. And even if that means walking away from you or ending a friendship with you or ending a relationship with you or choosing not to talk to you anymore, that is something they're willing to do. Because, again, it's taken a lot for them to get here. And finally, they're at this space where it's like, look, I'm trying. I've, I've held this too long, but I'm not able to sit here in this connection the way it is. I'm not able to walk on eggshells anymore. I'm not able to hold my tongue anymore. I'm not going to be miserable while you be happy anymore. I'm not going to pretend that I am fulfilled and I'm not anymore. This is where this energy is taking some people and it is very uncomfortable. Yes, yes, yes. But it's even more uncomfortable for those who have to hold it in. So be reminded that there is a sense of adjusting. But this is bringing a sense of healing and a sense of resolve and recovering from the past and choosing to let go of the burdens of the past. Yeah. Solidifying friendships in a way that create a newness, create a fresh start, new beginnings, one that's authentic, one that's built on trust, one that opens a door for receptivity and healing and compatibility in a way that you didn't even know. This is ending those cycles of stagnancy that are caused by refusing to speak up for yourself because you're afraid that if I do that, I lose everything you can't operate that way anymore going into the energy that we're going into and so what it means to hold space for someone means that you're going to need to be in a space where you're going to have to relinquish your innate ability to judge making people feel inadequate for expressing themselves, trying to always fix someone, making them feel like something's always wrong with them because they don't fit into the box that you want them to be in. They don't look like how you want them to look. They don't show up the way you want them to show up. They don't express themselves the way you want them to express themselves. And that makes them feel like they're not good enough. And that is what makes them feel like they're not safe with you. This is about holding space for people in a way that's unconditional. A lot of people claim to love people unconditional, but really, honestly, truly, it's very, very rare that you'll find someone who loves you unconditionally, even parents, because a lot of times parents have conditions on the love that they extend. They will take their love away or they'll limit the love they give or they'll limit the access you have to them based on what you are not doing, based on what they feel like you should do that isn't what they think you should do. It is it is really a difficult line to tether. And I caution anybody who says they love someone unconditionally, I will caution you because you want to be careful with that because you'll be tested. If your love is based on conditions, you do not love someone unconditionally. You love them based on the 
ability and capacity, you feel like they should love you. And if they don't love you up to the standards in which you think they should, then your love is taken away. That's not unconditional love. Unconditionally loving someone means I love you even if I'm not with you. I love you even if I can't stand beside you. I love you and I want to see you win even if your winning does not benefit me. I want you to be happy, at peace, successful, even if that means it's not with me. I want you to be the best you can be, period. And I love you the same, whether I'm with you or not. I love you the same if I'm standing next to you or not. And I still won't wish you any harm. I still sow seeds of prosperity in your garden. I'll still watch out for you. And I'll still send nothing but love your way. And I'll still support you. That's unconditionally loving someone. Now, that doesn't mean not having boundaries. You definitely have to have boundaries. But you do not put stipulations on the love that you give to someone when you're loving them unconditionally in an agape way. But there are so many different levels of love. There are so many different types of love. There are so many different ways to love someone. So you don't have to always love everyone unconditionally. That's not a requirement, but it's something everyone falls to because it's easy and it's known. But let's be honest with the words that we use. If you do not love someone unconditionally, then say that. But a lot of times people think they do, but they don't. Opposed to saying you love someone unconditionally, try loving someone universally, meaning I love you wide open. I have no attachment to the love that I give to you. I love you, period, point blank. That means it doesn't come with judgment. It doesn't come with control. It doesn't come with manipulation. It doesn't come with me trying to pinpoint how, where, which way you love me. No, I just love you. Go be great. That's unconditionally loving someone. And sometimes when you're holding space from, for someone, that doesn't mean that you get to control when they occupy that space. Holding space for someone means you just hold the space in case they need it, when they need it, where they may need it, period. You don't monitor the space you're holding. You just hold it for them. Because sometimes you're, the, you're holding space for someone while they're holding space for someone else. That doesn't mean you're a place filler. I'm not speaking about a back burner chick or a back burner dude. I'm not talking about a side chick or a side dude. This has nothing to do with that. I'm speaking about holding space in a spiritual space for someone where they can come to you when they need that solitude, when they need that safety, when they need the burdens on their back to be lifted. This has nothing to do with sex, has nothing to do with any type of infatuation, has nothing to do with any type of superficial thing. This is deep loving someone. This is deeply caring about the soul of a person and holding space for them to recover when they need or to rest when they need. So how can you hold space? What are some ways you can hold space for people? Well, give people permission to trust their own intuition and wisdom. When you hold space for them, you're not critiquing or condemning them for following their own path. You're trusting that they know what's best for them. You're trusting that they know what they should do for them. And even if that doesn't align with what you would do, you're still trusting that they know what's best for them and you're holding space for them and you're allowing them the freedom to do that. 
holding space for the mean, give them, give people information, as much information as they can handle. Check in their capacity. Don't overload people with your thoughts, your views, your perspectives, your, uh, you know, ways of, of existing, not overbearing them with things that they don't need and they don't have the capacity to hold. Checking in on their capacity is a major thing in holding space. One of the main things I would say is also don't take away the power that other people have for them over themselves. Empower them. When you take away a person's ability to choose, when you take away the ability of people to decide for themselves, you leave them feeling useless and incompetent and inadequate and like they can't be self-efficient. There are times when you are needed to help and assist but a lot of times we take over. You go in, you try to take over a person's choice. For instance, if you feel like a person's too young to make a certain decision, you jump in and want to lead it and take over and you're upset that they don't want to go your way. You have to allow people the autonomy of themselves. If you don't, you strip them of their power to choose. You strip them of their power to exist as an individual and you strip them of their ability to trust their instinct. You have to allow people to grow into who they are. Give them room to make mistakes if that is what it is. Holding space for them, for other people also means keeping your ego out of it. It's not about you. It's not about your pride. Don't get caught up in the idea that the only way someone can be successful or the only way someone can make it or the only way someone can succeed is if you have a hand in it or if you do it and it's dependent upon what you do and what you give and what you take and what you pay and which it has nothing to do with you someone else's presumed failure isn't on you nor is their success. And oftentimes this happens in discussions when you're having an argument with someone or just a discussion in general, you take what they say personally because you feel like what they're saying is an attack on you. It is not. It is not. Unless it has specifically to do with you, do not put your ego in it. Let them vent, let them express, let them be who they are. Don't dictate how they say, what they say, when they say, what they say. Don't do that. Let people be, let them express, let them be who they are in the moment. And then afterwards you come back. Once your opinion is asked, once it is time for you to give your insight, if that's what they need, then you say, but you never stop a person in the middle of them expressing themselves so that you can pinpoint a personal attack you feel they made on you. This has nothing to do with you. If the argument isn't about you, then what they're saying has nothing to do with you. It is just their perspective from a situation they're dealing with. Hold space for them to do that. Safe space without judging critique. One of the main things also is when people are going through different emotions, fear, trauma, grief, 
make people understand that it is okay that they feel that way, especially when it comes to our men. And I'm saying this in general because men in general feel like they don't have a space to express. They can't say what they need to say. They can't really voice their opinion or their fears or their insecurities because they're viewed as weak. If you're in a relationship with a masculine and a man in general, especially a black man, it is important for you to hold space for them regardless to sexual orientation or anything it is important if you have a son you have a husband you have a father you have a brother you have a friend it is important for you to hold space for them to be able to express what they feel without judgment without critique without feeling like if I say something she's going to throw me out she's going to disown me I'm going to be viewed as a coward I'm going to be viewed as weak etc and so on Judgment free zone means a judgment free zone, allowing someone to be all that they are, where they are, period. And loving them from there. So this new moon is going to challenge this week with these shifts. It's going to also challenge you to understand the importance of bringing a sense of balance into relationships and family. Honoring the unions without feeling like you have to be a dictator over them. Yeah. And you can do it. And it is hard. But that's why you have to do the work individually on yourself first before you can say, oh, I hold space for everyone. No, you don't. You don't hold space for everyone if you're still feeling a way about something they said a, a year ago. No, you're not holding safe space for them if you can't take them in their authentic raw state. If they come to you talking about whatever, whomever, wherever you feel offended because it's not talking about you, you're not holding safe space for them. You're taking notes. So that you can be able to rehash it and throw it up in their face again. That's not holding space for them. So this this week going into this weekend, it's important for you just to be reminded of what holding space really looks like, what it feels like for you. And then ask the people that you're interconnected with. How can I be of a better assistance to your growth how can I be a better person for you how can I share in your sacred space how can I pour into that how can I help you invest in you how can I be a safe place for you to just exist that's important it's very important and it is one of the most important things that you will do for your relationship, because when a person feels safe, they don't leave. When a person feels safe, mind, body and spirit, they don't go. That's home. No matter where they are. That's home. Because they'll never have that anywhere else. It's a different type of love. It's a different type of safety, a different type of solitude. 
a different type of peace. So sit with yourself, sit with those that you love and ask yourself, how can I be of a better safe zone for you? How can I bring a better balance to you? How can I bring a better space for you to exist freely without feeling judged, without feeling critiqued, without feeling condemned? Like I'm going to just destroy you for having an opinion different than mine. How can I make you trust that it is okay for you to just be who you are with me? freely and we grow from there that's honor and that's an invaluable invaluable position to hold in anyone's life okay so this has been your daily dose of energy, guys. And this will probably be your last episode this week until our second week, uh, until Sunday's episode where we discuss the week two assignment for um, our fast and our cleanse. So I can't wait to hear how this week is going for you guys. I cannot wait to hear all the juicy details about what's come up for you because y'all definitely keep me posted, babe. I feel like I'm reading a Dear Abby session in my inbox most days, but I love it and I'm happy and I'm grateful that I've provided a safe place for you guys to express yourself freely to me. So I love it. I love it. I love it. So until our next daily dose of energy, guys, please, please, please be gentle with yourself. Be gentle with others. Please be reminded that we are all on this we're all under the stars together and we're all individually on our own divine paths. And most times our paths will collide and sometimes our paths align. And when you are aligning with someone, it is important to create a balance, safety, solitude and peace along the journey, because there will be different things that come up where we have to fight the world or we have to fight against everything. But we should never be fighting against those that we are in partnerships with. We should never be fighting against those that we birth and we love, right? We love and we fight the world. We love each other so we can heal the world, right? One family at a time. So I love you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you again until our next daily dose of energy. Bye.